get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Me and Anna Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and ask for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead, share the call with others. They can dial in the 602-753-1848 or Listen online with your smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. I pray you're having an amazing day uh, thus far. You know, this is um, such a time that, you know, we, we really were able to, to um, see what we're really made of. You know, really tough times in the entire world simultaneously. And many of you all are handling it uh, like a champ. And so, you know, we are always still going to be striving for new and better uh, levels within ourselves or, you know, um, also with our connection with God that will ultimately give us everything else we want in life. And so today we're going to be discussing, we got a new series, you know, and it's about the, the setup for your come up. Uh, it's so important that we have habits for predictable success. I know that there are a lot of habits that we've held on to um, in different areas of our life, and this is where I want us to really uh, test uh, for those who are operating with the 888 cash calendar and be able to look at yourself in a, a holistic way, a 360-degree uh, way. And so uh, our goal is to identify some places that we need to work on and, and just simply get better. It's not about uh, guilt trips. It's not about anything like that. It's just about getting better. And that's what we should be striving for uh, every day that God gives us the gift of life to breathe another time. And so as we're discussing the habits for predictable success, uh, I want you to grab your pen and paper and I want you to be able to record these scriptures that we're going to discuss. The first one is Matthew 5 and 37. And then we're going to just touch on Proverbs in two, um, two passages. Well, two scriptures. We have Proverbs 16 and 9 and Proverbs 12 and 15. I want you to know that God already has principles in place, but many of us are missing that, where we could have ultimate success in each area of our life. But if the word of God is not a priority, we're going to always keep missing it. And we're going to lean into either our own understanding or even worse, what the world has given us as an example. And so um, I want us to do this together because it's time for all of us to level up. No matter where you are, it's time for your next level. And um, I want us to do it together. So let's go to the Lord as we are going to be uh, discussing this, I want you to record these particular scriptures that you can go back and read and meditate on them uh, in your 
uh, private time and your worship time. Let's go to the Lord together. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made. We're glad and rejoice we're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, we are just so grateful for another day uh, that, that you've given us breath. Your Ruah, the spirit of the Lord that lives within us. That many a times we don't call on for help. We know that the Holy Spirit is a gentleman and he won't override our will. But yet and still, he has authored so much instruction. And the Bible left it behind. Many a times we're looking for more help, but oh my mercy, if we were ever to take note of what he's left behind for us to live every day, we would know that his grace is all sufficient. But we know that we're not all there. And so as we continue to lean out onto our own understanding and we pursue your word, help us to understand what is it that we need to do concerning our habits. Our goal is to first please you and release the need of pleasing people. So show us exactly what we need to adopt and especially what we need to let go to let and give more room for you to work in us and through us along with, with us. As we're going out to do these great exploits in your name, we'll be careful to acknowledge you in all of our ways. We're thankful, dear Lord, for being able to release things people or even places that's necessary so we can adopt the habits that will make you proud as well as habits that will make us productive as kingdom builders. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. I want us to go to Matthew 5 and 37 together. And, you know, it's, it's very critical that we record these scriptures as we go along. I know when the Power Moves Journal come, you'll be able to record them there, keep them there, write your notes. But I want us to discuss today um, on the habits that we need to have predictable success. And the first habit I want to discuss is being decisive. You want to have a habit of making decisions. But we have to have our beliefs, we have to have our values, we have to have the principles in place. And I'm going to tell you something, it's going to be difficult because, you know, it's already enough challenge to work with these yourself. But if you're surrounded with people that are not clear on their values and beliefs, it makes it even the more tougher. But this is what I want you to do is, number one, as Matthew 5 and 37 says, all you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. I read this from the New International Version um, for a reason, because it says like, all you need to say simply is yes or no. Do you want better next level for your life or not? Because that whole in-between, lukewarm, I'm not sure, not only with your mouth, but your actions, is causing more detriment and even delaying you walking out your purpose and even helping or leading the people that God called you to. 
And yes, in your business, in your life, God has called you to make impact. But if you can't decide that that's what you want, it's going to be difficult to reach goals. Let's go to Proverbs. I want to go to Proverbs 12 and 15. It says, the way of a fool is right in his own eye, but he who heeds counsel is wise. Now, I know that we have an attitude nowadays as, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care how anyone feels. But when we operate in our life without any true guidance or any true principles or even a decision-making process, it's going to be inevitable that there will be people, places, and things that are all in your business, in your life that just don't belong anymore. Maybe they were supposed to be there for a season, but if you can't be clear on your yes is your yes and your no is your no, you're going to be carrying around baggage and you're wondering why it's hitting your goals so hard. It's not only the goal. It's not only the numbers that you have to put up. It's the baggage that you have been unwilling to release because you haven't made a true decision. I don't want to go too far into our lesson today, but I want to go back into Proverbs 11 and 4. I'm sorry, I said 16 and 9. I don't want to give you 4. 11 and 4, you can go back and look at the guidance, but let's go to 16 and nine, I tried to. I was like, oh, my gosh, let me see. I'm only going to do three out of four. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. What are your plans? Do you know that if you're making plans, making decisions that's not based on the direction that God says this is the straight path, that he will still order your steps? And it's not always ordering your steps into your desired results. It's going to be ordering your steps that you will start reaping what you've sown. Based off of your heart's plan. So if you are making decisions without guidance, and if you're at the point where you feel that you don't have mentorship, which probably is not the truth, but it's what you're willing to accept, at least allow the word of God to mentor you into better strategies and decisions. The habit of being decisive is such that some people might say, well, you know what? They're just hard-nosed. They're just no-nonsense. But 
you can go do your own research on where God will identify or the Holy Spirit shows us through the authors of the Bible of things that are just foolish. And the Bible tells us that when you grow up, you got to put down foolish things, like trying to make big things happen on a mediocre mindset. You want all that God has for you, but you want to give him just a little bit of you. Or you want to serve just a little bit, but you want big things. You're looking for the highest level of notoriety, the highest level of success, the highest level of results with the smallest effort. And you think no one can see. But the truth is your results are eventually going to tell on you. And that goes for the positive side too. The same way how you don't always immediately see the result of what you're doing or not doing, it works for the positive that even if you're sowing the right seeds and you're doing things, you're doing even sometimes you're not even doing it right, but your intention or your heart is right, God will also direct your path into the desired result as well. See, the thing is, is that with God, his rules are principles, so they don't care about the right or wrong. It's just it is what it is. And so the habit of being decisive, once you decide that, yes, I'm going in this direction, certain actions will follow. You will begin as you continue on that journey to lose the palate, lose the taste, lose the desire for anyone, anything, or any place that's not taking you closer to where God is ordering your steps for the positive results. I said that in that way for a purpose. Because the word says, listen, you can make your plans all you want to, but there are consequences for every action. So if you are having areas of your life that you're getting less than the desired result, it's just the consequence of what you're doing that you need to stop doing or what you're not doing that you haven't started doing. As we go down this path of these habits, I have had to do when we came out of the last series on the review. I started doing a review not just with a scathe over, but with a forensic eye of all the areas that involve habits. You know, like I had a habit of trusting anyone unless I had the initial discernment not to trust them until they proved otherwise. And I began to understand that trust is earned. Release the expectations and allow trust to be earned. Why? Because that is something, a decision I've made 
so I can keep my heart pure and my hands clean. Because I know otherwise there's consequences. So it's going to require you to decide. Certain things must just go. What about you? When I started to think about even my health, and I love to share specifically on how I apply these same principles to my life so that you can understand that I am truly with you in this journey. For instance, you know, there was a time, you know, and I want you to know times and things and people, they do change. But I want you to understand something. Like for me, there was a time where I could probably eat whatever I wanted to eat and I could maybe just even go on a good fast or a good diet and then my body just go back to where it was or it feels. I began to realize the priority is not about what the body looks like. It's about how the body feels. And I was like, wait a minute. We have grandbabies. Caden's only 12. How in the world when he now gets to the age, Caden, of wanting to be married and then maybe when he have children. We've been able to now have some time with our elder sons with their children, but what about Caden when he has children? Do he deserve also for his children to have his parents around? Would that mean I need a lot of more years? And if God decides to cut those years short, it should not be by what I self-inflicted. So I had to say it's yes or it's no. Do you want longer life or not? We have been in a series of challenges with health in the world right now. And there was a consistent theme is that if your system are not functioning at its best, that it's cutting your lifespan. So if it's yes, it's yes, it's not only about, they said, hey, your nutrition is 80% of your weight. But what about your health? If you don't use it, you're going to lose it. And that includes your heart. That includes your body. That includes even circulating the proper levels of oxygen and getting your heart, all those things make a difference. It's about how do you feel. And that leads you even into your spiritual life. I'm going to let you know already I tried it before myself where I would just only, I was, I was much younger, but it was good enough just to hear my grandmother quote the scripture And I tried to hold that in my heart without picking up the Bible for myself. Now, how would I be able to say, well, wait a minute. Grandma learned what she needed to learn to take her as far as she took it. But at one time, do you understand? I believe that reading the Bible every day was for old people who didn't have nothing else to do. Come on now. 
I know some of y'all believe that too, or you believe that it's just for the pastor who went to seminary school to come and now motivate you, make you feel good, and then now God has made it to where many of us can't even walk up in the house of the Lord. Now, how you living? What's happening now? What do you hold on to when storms come to your house? Can you pull out a praise at a drop of a dime? The consequence of not making it a habit to pull on the word of God, the consequence is fear, the consequence is delay, the consequence is living beneath your means, the consequence is all, I mean, they are so vast. So you just got to decide and make deciding a habit, but you got to base it on principles that are proven to work. I know you say, okay, Nicole, enough of that. I'm just trying to make that cash. I'm trying to make some money. Right now, things are tight in my family. It ain't working out. It's only one income in the household or it's no income in the household. Right now, we hoping that they run us some more checks from the government, and this is it. This is where we at. So what do you have to say about that, sister? And this is what I want to let you know. Do you understand that your spiritual life has everything to do with what you will be willing to do with your physical Yes, because you know that you're going to be willing to put in the work in any area that you want the result. And now if your mental and your physical is up to par, along with using those spiritual principles, oh, you're going to put in the work and not keep faking moves like you're doing it. You're going to really make some power moves, and you're going to have the stamina and not grow weak so fast when things don't look exactly the way it is and you will be determined because your mind already says and your heart already knows that you are the head and not the tail and you're going to meet some goals. You're not going to be satisfied with continuously day after day, week after week, month after month. You're going to say, that's not my ammo anymore. And then cash starts flowing to folks who seriously decisive that they're going to meet goals. I want you to know there's not a money problem. Definitely it's a distribution problem. Definitely it's an access problem. But if you are under the sound of my voice, you don't have that problem. If there is any problem that you have is you have just not decided that that's not going to be a problem anymore. You know, I had this little affirmation that I would say to myself, the part of myself that would try to be always politically or people correct, I would say. And I would say, oh, that's not going to be my problem. I had to realize that everything could not be my problem if I was committed and I decided to be a solution. 
Sometimes you'll have things that just keep being dumped on you, dumped on you, dumped on you, and you're not realizing that this has become a habit that you have even accepted. So you'll have a good enough excuse not to meet goals. I had to let go of the excuses that I had baby fat a long time ago. I know they're like, honey, 12 years is plenty enough time to take care of that. We might say, well, oh, we're not there spiritually for me. 46 years was plenty enough time to have enough things happen in your life to say you got to hold on to something that's true. And when it came down to the business and have, I say, wait a minute. And I'm going to work all the way to retirement and I'm too tired to spend quality time with my family because I'm always chasing money because I wouldn't front load and do what I need to do on the front end. So either way, my mom would say, she said, listen, you either going to work hard when you're young or you're going to come to terms or you're going to work hard when you're old. With that one statement of wisdom, who are you deciding to be? Turn a new habit right now and make a decision that you want to be who God called you to be. And there's no way that an almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing, the source of everything God called you to be, only what you are right now. Decide on your next level. Let's go on the Power Moves group and connect with each other and Be willing to share because you need support. When we get down to another habit later on down, God just gave me, gave me, downloaded on me. When he downloads on me that much, that quick, I'm like, wow, maybe this is a book or something. I don't know. But make a habit of collaboration. We'll go deeper in that later. Because you'll be surprised on what support can do for when you're trying to reach some goals. Get in that positive and productive community, and let's get the help you need so you can move to that next level. Love you. God bless you.